Welcome back to Kicking It Back. Today is Monday, September 20th. Browns got to win. Let's think positives. Let's go right at them. Browns got to win. Yeah. I mean, victory Mondays, baby. Victory Mondays in both uh, NFL Cleveland Browns football and NFL fantasy football this week for me. Yeah, not so much I mean, for I, me. I don't know how I gotta, that happens, <laughs> but oh well. You beat me. Yes. I'll give it to so you. I'm, Whatever. No, I don't know if I won or if like your team just lost because yeah, both no. teams are miserable. I, I agree. I think I just lost. I don't even think you won. Nope. I went into uh, Sunday night. I don't know how many. I was losing. Not by much, but losing. But you had Tyree Kill, one of your best players. Yeah. And I had my kicker. <laughs> yep. And somehow, some way, I win. That's just how fantasy football works. I literally said the whole day, I'm like, all right, going into Sunday Night Football, if I'm beating Jarrett, I win. Nope. Yeah. Wasn't the case. Didn't yeah, happen like that. It's all luck. Whatever. My yeah. team, like I was telling the guys, I'm like, my team's not, we're not going to the playoffs. We're not going to be out. I'm not going to win it all. But you know what? I'm like, I just got to try to beat the other bad teams in the league and just kind of mesh in the middle. Yep. Yep. God, why yeah. am I so bad every year? Whatever. I don't even care. Oh, well. It's, it's, oh, well. I mean, there's some strategy behind it, but it's a lot of luck. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Like Zach's team last year was unbelievable. I won, but like, did I, was I the best team? You know what I mean? There was three teams better than mine probably, but. Right. Right. Well, it's all luck. Oh, all well. relative. Yeah. What you got yeah. going on this week? Dude, not much. I just have an exam. Exams are starting to roll up. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, well, uh, you're coming down. A little birthday action. Yep. I'll be down Thursday. Yeah. So my exam's Thursday. I got to take it anywhere from 12 to 12. So Love it. take it in the afternoon, get it over with. And I have another exam the following week. And then I won two at weekend, you know, two weeks after that. And yeah, but, I got my uh, first accounting exam on this one, two days, Wednesday. Good luck with that, man. I can only imagine. Honestly, this isn't the accounting I'm worried about. Cost accounting is what I'm worried about. This information system class, it's going to be tough. Yeah, yeah. But I just realized it's only half semester, this one. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'm like, I literally have, I've done two quizzes. I have this exam, two more quizzes, and my final. <laughs> okay. Only grades in the class. You know how he works. Yeah, that's short, man. That's really short. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I'm like, I'm halfway done with the class on Wednesday. Yeah. But, That's sweet. Good for you. Yeah, I can't complain. Keep chipping away. Yeah, yeah, we had some we had some fun last week. What was that? Saturday? Oh boy, was I I I don't know what it, where it went wrong, but it went wrong somewhere for me. I mean, and I don't know if it went wrong. You were you were having a good time. I had yeah. So I was told I had a good time. <laughs> ah, that's always a good one. When I wake up on Sunday, so I woke up on Sunday, right? And I always go work out. All right. I have a strategy. If anyone's listening from Ohio State, don't, don't, don't steal my thunder here. All right. This is my move. Wake up. I chill out for the Sunday morning. Okay. 9.50 rolls around. The gyms don't open till 10. I walk on over to North Rec. It's right by my house. It's like a 10 minute walk. Get there right as they open at 10. I go up to the third floor. Okay. Then I do cardio, abs, maybe a little bit of arms. I'm in there for an hour. I had the whole floor to myself. No one ever goes in. It's like beautiful. It's the best Sunday morning. So I woke up a little late Sunday. I had a slower start Saturday. I look at my phone. It's 9.55. I'm like, oh boy, I got to get moving. I stood up and I was like, nope, that ain't happening. <laughs> so needless to say, I finally got going to the gym around 1130-ish. And uh, I, if anyone was on campus at that time, walking to North Rec, you probably saw me puking in the courtyard. So, <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Oh, you know, so college, good. college. I was a little nauseous, a little morning sickness. Yeah. And what are you pregnant? <laughs> exactly. I, I am pregnant. Uh, yep. Still waiting on the confirmation, but yeah. I am expecting. Yeah. Um, that'll yeah, that'll was, probably be me Saturday. Oh, dude, it was brutal, man. Like, I was one of those where you're like, I'm never drinking again. Yeah. Well, you say that every time. You literally text us that every time you get fucked up. Listen, listen, listen. I'm never drinking again. All right. All right. All right. See you see, Friday. Yeah. See you Friday. <laughs> dude, we were watching, we were watching football yesterday and on one of the TVs, the movie. Have you seen the movie Vacation? I don't think so. so. It's like a re it's a remake of like the National Lampoon's vacation, but it's like a modern one. And they yeah. like go to like this amusement park. Dude, you gotta you gotta watch this movie. We were like in tears. Like I've seen it before. Yeah. Madeline's dad like made me watch the one time. He's like, Oh, you gotta watch it unedited. It's hilarious. We watch it's so funny. But like 
when you're, especially when you're watching it with like Pat, Cam, like all these, you know, Zach, all these idiots that are just, you know, giggling. Sunday night football is coming out of the wire and we have the sound off on the football game and we're watching a freaking movie up top. It was terrific. That's great. I love but that. But yeah, dude, you got to check out that movie. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about that because Pat went home and ended up re-watching the whole thing because he wanted oh to watch God. the unedited version. So good. That is such a Pat move. It's like, so funny, dude. It's so funny. Oh, man. That's great. All right. Well, you got anything going on other than your exam coming down? Honestly, anything? no, not really. Anything exciting this past weekend? Mm, no. I caddied Thursday through Sunday. Okay. Made some money. That's, say, that's good. I'm yeah. jealous. Yeah, no, it was good. There were some pretty good loops. Nice. But, um, yeah. Other than that, nothing crazy. Just chilling. Good stuff. Yeah. I did uh, hit on a sneakers draw. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I think I sent that. I'm excited. Yeah. I really wanted this pair. Never does that really happen. You get the pair you actually want. Yep. So yeah, that's so, good. No, no chance there to sell. No, no way. No, no, they just can't be. They'd look too good on my foot. They'd look too good on my foot. <sighs> oh, Jared. I have other. I have another pair that I'm gonna sell that like yeah. is sitting right here. But like this pair, I got them. I'm like, no, nah, these are these will be worn by this weekend. Like these are a nice looking pair. It's fair. Friended, we friended some guys on the Ohio State volleyball team this week, dude. The one kid is six eleven. Oh and God. I was like, I was a little drunk, not like obnoxious drunk. Like I was just, you know, talkative as always. And I walked into this kid and like, n- never does it really happen where Zach looks at a kid and like goes, holy crap, you're tall. Right. Yeah. Like that, that right, doesn't happen right. too often. So like Zach was saying, and I'm like, holy, cause you know, I'm five, nine, like I'm like, Dude, this guy is literally, two literally. Up. Yeah. A foot and some change on yeah. me. Like, and this guy, like, I'm just like, holy cow. Like he is massive, but like, wasn't like the heaviest guy like he was kind right. of skinnier but like he was just really tall so i was like oh my god how tall are you and he goes six eleven. i go you're a liar and he goes what do you mean i go why in the world would you not say either seven foot or six ten that's like saying you're five eleven. like five eleven guys don't exist i think cam made the comment one time when we yeah. were watching football or something like someone's five eleven they're six foot or they're five ten like because people who are five ten will say that you know what i mean like there's yeah. not there's no there's no such thing as a five eleven guy Right. This guy said he was 6'11". I'm like, oh, my God. Like, just say you're seven foot, man. Dude, that is crazy. He was huge, like huge. And like there was a bunch of them, but like he was just really tall. <laughs> That's I awesome. Like, this dude's vertical is probably two feet, three feet, too. Like, it's still probably big for his height. Like, he's yeah. probably getting up. Yeah, he's probably yeah. really good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about it. Madeline's yeah. uncle was like holds a bunch of records at Ohio State, I think, still. So for volleyball. She really? was really good. Yeah. So, so I was like, Hey, I, I think I know someone and they didn't know who it was. So they're like, Hey, we'll look into it. Huh? Gotcha. Hopefully you see those guys again. Yeah. I mean, probably not. Yeah, probably not. But we always friend some sort of, we go to tuna and then we always friend some sort of athletes. Like the one time it was the baseball team was all there. So we were just like talking with them this time. It was the guy's volleyball team. Yeah. Why is that like the spot? Uh, ugly athletes. hour seven to 10. Yeah, I know. But like, for athletes. dollar drinks i don't know it's just cheap it's everyone's spot dude the line to get in was absurd we had to like we didn't cut but we we cut <laughs> yeah yeah we were so we needed to find luckily we ran into my cousin so that got us like halfway through the line then matt kind of walked up and acted like he was tying a shoe i walked up with him next thing you know i'm talking with the guy's volleyball team that's how we met him was in line so yeah i mean these they were huge man Wow. I'm not, I'm not the tallest crayon in the box, but these guys were big. Yeah. That's kind of cool. You don't see too many of those guys. No, not at all. All right. Well, we got a good episode today, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maddie's sweet. No. Yeah. That whole episode, like everything about it's just really sweet. I mean, obviously we'll let people listen for themselves, but I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cool to, uh, I know we've had a couple girls on, but I was like having females on because it's like a little change of pace. So I always For feel sure. like we have the majority of guys on. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt, that's just because like one, we are dudes and like, obviously we, we just hang more, out with more yeah. dudes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not like, but this was cool too. Cause like, you know, it's something that we obviously have seen from afar, but we haven't like actually been able to like ask questions, kind of pick brain a little bit. So like, that was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed this one. Yep. I totally agree. All right. Totally so agree. let's welcome her on. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Welcome, Maddie. All right, we are now welcoming onto the show one of our childhood friends and a unique type of entrepreneur, 
Maddie Hildebrand, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me on this podcast. <laughs> of course. Of course. What's up? How are you? You know, I'm good. College has been a lot, especially, you know, like being back in person, but I'm good. For sure. <laughs> for sure. So tell us yeah. a little bit about yourself. Where'd you start? What high school did you go to? Tell, tell yeah, us your so, route, kind of. Yeah, I went to Brunswick High School with these two um, and then went to Ohio State Mansfield for a year and then transferred to the main campus. And during in between those two, like transferring from Mansfield to Columbus, I kind of, this is where my business kind of came about. I had a ton of clothes, most as most girls do. And I would take them to Plato's Closet, places like that. And they give you like $2 for a shirt. And I'm like, okay, this is not worth it. I'm taking my time to go through everything, fold it, put it together, you know, probably bought it for upwards of $25, $30. And they're giving me two. So I'm like, okay, why don't I start an Instagram account and just see how that goes? Not expecting it to blow up whatsoever. And now two years ago in July, I started it and now I'm at 10,200 followers. So kind of my side hustle. Wow. That's awesome. (laughs) Side hustle. That kind of sounds like a main hustle right now, right? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Yeah, dude, that that's sick. It's just, I love shopping. So it's like the perfect job, I guess, you know, I get to shop for other people. Yeah. So yeah. So, so when did, when did you take the next steps? So you said you started with just your clothes. Do you still, you know, are you still right now? Is it just your clothes? Or are you to the point where you're going out kind of finding things and flipping them at uh, at a point? Right. So it was the first few months that it was my clothes. And then I got to a point where I'm like, all right, I'm running on my clothes. I don't want to sell some stuff I have. So that's when I would go to like Goodwill, Plato's closet, places like that. Um, for times that it is like harder to go out and thrift, like at school, for example, um, I will just like go through my closet once again and like see if there's anything I'll give up. But for the most part, I try to go out and thrift because I know there's cool stuff that I could find out there that's like could be rare or could be unique and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, that so, is sweet. So like when you say you go out and thrifting, are there certain times of the year that are better to go thrifting? So it's definitely the different styles. So summer is more tank top shorts, things like that. And obviously that's popular during the summertime versus if you were to buy sweaters during the summertime. But yeah, it kind of just depends for what people are looking for. But it's also hard because there's people on other sides of the country where it's still hot out when it's cold here for us. So it's kind of finding that in between of, okay, how many of my followers are from California and how many are from like Ohio, right. New York, the like colder States. So right. yeah, it kind of just depends. That's so interesting. The demographic yeah. part of it, I guess. Yeah. So at what point you started the Instagram page, you said you started just to sell some of your clothes. At what point did you say, well, I might be able to actually keep doing this, you know, to the next level. You know what I mean? Where 10,000 plus people are following me and maybe interested in buying my stuff. They're bidding on stuff. They're competing with each other. When did that right. like turning point happen? Yeah, I think because it started mostly with people like from Brunswick, Strongsville, Medina, those people kind of buying. And that's what I kind of expected. I didn't really expect to be shipping to like Hawaii or somewhere like that. So I think once I started getting people from like across the country and even like out of the country to buy, I was like, wow, okay. So people like what I'm doing. Like I think I can keep <laughs> this going. <laughs> so that's kind of crazy. <laughs> So how fast did the Instagram grow? Like going back to when you first started, like, was it like really slow at first, like a couple hundred followers or did you kind of like blow up really quick? So it was kind of slow at first. And I always tell people when they want to start a business like that, you have to like take your time because sales aren't just going to flow in right away. Um, It was definitely slow at first, but then all of a sudden, like it just kept gaining traction. And especially during like quarantine and things like that. People were bored. So they were online shopping more. Therefore, like I was getting the most sales during then. Um, But now also because of quarantine, so many people started accounts because they wanted to get rid of their stuff and make money so that now it's a little bit harder to grow. Mm -hmm. I would say just because there is like thousands of accounts rather than when I started, there weren't as many. For sure. 
That's so, so you're one of the, the rare occurrences where COVID almost helped you in a way. Now I'm not going to say fully, there could have been some other things, but it helped your business at the time. Yeah, it definitely helped sales wise. Um, the only thing that kind of like didn't help me out was that stores were closing. So like thrift stores were closed, Goodwill was closed, all that. But there were a few like Plato's closets that would open online. So that kind of helped me. And then like Mercari, Poshmark, places like that where I could online thrift. But then also that's more expensive, you know, spending money on shipping and stuff like that rather than just finding it in the store. So that was the only downfall, I would say, during that time period, for sure. Interesting. That's really interesting. So I... I want to also like ask you a question. So say if, you know, maybe not myself, cause you are targeted more towards a female audience or someone that, you know, likes to kind of, you know, just like dressier, you know, more apparel, mm-hmm. uh, would you be open? Cause you kind of said a lot of people started their own pages. Well, like you mm-hmm. just said, your, your page started really slow. Yeah. So would you be interested in maybe like, you know, if someone approached you and was like, Hey, I have all this clothes, you know, I want to sell it. How about, you know, a certain percentage, is that something you're interested in or are you trying to keep it just yourself right now you know worry about your you know your buys and your sales right so I actually do do something like that um it's what we call commissions so last year when I didn't have a car on campus last year so I couldn't just go and thrift whenever I wanted so basically I would have people send pictures or videos or whatever clothes they have and then if I like them think they would sell well they would ship them to me and then I'd post them for them. And if they sold, they would get 40% of profit and I would get 60% after shipping costs. So that helps a lot because I'm not spending money on it. It's just like direct profit, not hundred percent, but it's still pretty good. <laughs> it's Fucking easier on me. Business woman. I love yeah. it. That's, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, so when you are thrifting, okay, let's say summertime, you have a car all the time. Um, mm-hmm. How many hours a week are you spending actually shopping? So I don't go thrifting a lot. I usually go like once or twice a week, but I will spend like an hour or two in each store. So like an hour in Plato's Closet, two hours in like Goodwill because it's such a huge store. And once you find one good thing, like for me personally, I just like want to keep digging because there could be stuff placed in random racks or like just things people hide so I just feel like you always have to go through every single rack to find like the good stuff. So not sure. a lot of times per week, but more hours per store, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Have there ever been times where like you'll, you'll decide, okay, today I'm going to go thrifting and like mm-hmm. you totally strike out or do you always find something? Yeah. So when I do go thrifting at home, um, I do Plato's and Goodwill. Those are like the two that I go to. They're close. I usually have good luck. So I'll start at one, whichever one I'm feeling, you know, to go first. And if that one's bad, like say I go to Goodwill first, find nothing. I'm like, okay, I have to redeem myself. I have to like do better. So then I will just go to the next door. And if there's nothing there, I'll go to like maybe one more and hopefully try to find something there. But there's definitely been times where I go through and there's just nothing (laughs) popping out at me. So that kind of sucks. And then just have to wait for more stuff to come in. I guess mm-hmm. so for sure now can i ask what's your major at the ohio state university at the ohio state university my major is interior design okay so it's interior design so what's cool about this story you know your your own form of entrepreneur and it's a it's a <laughs> form of entrepreneurship that probably you know some of like the older audience isn't used to you know it's kind of an our generation i'd say thing where you're using literally a social media platform and you literally grew a business from zero to a 10,000 plus customers, you know, and you're selling things left and right. That's what I think is the coolest thing about entrepreneurship that, you know, interior design and you're selling clothes on Instagram too. You know what I mean? Like entrepreneurship comes in all different ways. So I think that's really cool, you know, for someone listening to kind of hear that and be like, you know, just because you're studying finance or just because you're studying interior design doesn't mean you have to full-time do that. There's other things, you know what I mean? You could do stuff on the side that, you know, makes you happy and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's really cool about what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when I started interior design, I'm like, oh, I want to design houses, hotels, whatever. But now thinking about clothing wise, like there's the opportunity to design for retail spaces now that I've like been around it a lot. So that's also interesting how I like had an impact on my possible future, I guess. Yeah. I was definitely going to say, has your like future plans kind of changed a little bit since you've gotten into thrifting at all or pretty much the same? Yeah. 
I would say pretty much the same. It definitely has been on my mind to like a goal of mine would be to open a store mm-hmm. of kinds, like a resale shop that would be like my Instagram page, but just in real life. So that would be like really cool how things change over time. That would be a goal. And then I can design it. So yeah. that would all be great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How long did it take you to learn like which brands sell better? Or like, did you know that going in just from like over the years of like wearing designer clothes or like right. you know, things like that? Yeah. I mean, there were a few pages that I already followed prior, like accounts that I have become friends with and stuff that I would buy before I made a page, which also kind of influenced why I made it. Um, and I kind of watched how they did it. And I knew like, you know, brands like Lululemon, right? you know, place stores like that, where it's like, everybody wants it, but it's like crazy expensive. Yeah. So I thought if I could find that and just charge like a little less than retail, people would be all over it. And I find it for super cheap. So it's like a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Is it, is it hard when you're like thrifting? Okay. And you find, I don't know, like, let's say a Lululemon leggings or something that are your size and you're like, Ooh, I kind of want to keep these. Is it like tough to fight that urge to keep it? Oh my God. That is something that happens like every single time I go thrifting, I find at least like two or three things where I'm like, okay, I will hold on to these for a little bit, maybe wear it like one time to go out and then I'll sell it. I can at least get like some use out of it. That, but that's I've awesome. Really kept a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. I could get my use out of it and then I know someone else will still want it, you know? So yeah, that's for definitely sure. a, a pro of doing this I- for sure. That's what blows my mind about girls kind of in a way, too, because they wear something one time and then it's like you can't wear it again or you can't wear it for yeah. a decent amount. You know what I mean? Like once oh per God. summer, you can wear a top. You got you to hide it in the closet, bring it back out. Yeah, different. Exactly. Years. Exactly. Or you got to mix match it with a different kind of outfit where guys, this shirt, I think I've worn this shirt five times in the last month. Absolutely. I have 30 T-shirts. But I probably wear six of them on repeat. Exactly. <laughs> they wash and you go right back into them. Yeah. So now that kind of yeah. leads me into, we said your target market's more of like the female audience, which is respect. Like we kind of just said it makes sense. Do you think something like this could work for a male? Like, you know, pressing her eye that, you know, maybe has some clothes. We obviously could sell them like, you know, the Instagram page. Or do you think like the, you know, the female audience is the more attractive to the Instagram route? Yeah, I I obviously follow more of female Instagram accounts. I've seen a few guy accounts, um, but I personally think they do better on another app as far as like Depop, Poshmark, Mercari. Just in my opinion, um, I don't think guys are more into it as girls are. That could be wrong. But, you know, if I post, I have people like turning on countdowns, like waiting like for things to be posted. I don't know if guys want to be sitting on Instagram, like waiting for an item to be dropped. So for sure, that's yeah, kind yeah. of how I think Unless of it. Unless it's but... the kicking it back merch. But... Yes. Then people do that. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> then it doesn't matter what gender you are. You're waiting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's funny. And I also like how you said with the clothes, how you'll find stuff that, you know, you end up liking, you know, you'll wear it. I'm the same way. I'm a sneaker guy. I mean, I've said this multiple times, but I'll get, you know, I get people like Preston, my parents. So it doesn't matter who. So there will be sneaker drops. And we'll get one. All right. I, I actually just won one yesterday. So like the right. thing is, you're like, all right, yeah, I bought them for 150 bucks. I'm going to resell them for this. There's no chance I'm going to resell them. I promise you I'm going to be like, all right. And with sneakers, too, if you wear them once like that, the value, it's like a car. Once you take it off the lot, they're gone. So like you being able to wear your stuff once or twice and still be able to get those profits, I think is awesome about that kind of business. Right. Because the shoes, you wear it once and they already look worn, dirty. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Clothes. It's just same thing they bought it when it was used it's used one more time and for sure so, good. so is there like is there a certain amount of profit that you try to make on certain things like leggings like let's say you're okay lululemon is there a certain mm-hmm. like profit that you're trying to make on those or is it just like whatever yeah. it sells at it sells at yeah it definitely depends on the brand so say like you said lululemon leggings i will have the starting bids so like the minimum of what I would be fine selling it as if it was just to have one bid. So I'll start those at like 25 or 30, depending on the brand or not the brand, the um, quality of them, but definitely depends on the brand. If I'm fine with selling it at 25 and that was the only bid I got, then I'll start it there, but I wouldn't start it lower than I would like to sell it for, if that makes sense. Right. 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 So, and then have the buy it now price be like 
what I would like to get it for, but yeah, that, that's know. what you call bin, right? Yes. Bin okay. is buy it now. Yeah. I was looking so at your page and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is bin? I'm like, what does that <laughs> mean? And then I'm like, Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense now. Yeah. So it just skips the whole bidding process. You don't have to worry about getting outbid or anything. And then, yeah. yeah. So. That's funny. Does the competition get feisty on your page? Sometimes like I'll post something if it's like very, like everybody wants it. I'll refresh and just see like the same bid, like milliseconds apart. I'm like, how am I supposed to choose like, <laughs> who got this first? So that sometimes it's hard to tell. And then people get mad saying like, oh, I bid first, whatever. But sucks. Yeah. Pick rock. <laughs> yeah. Is, is there some favoritism? Thing. So like, say if like one of your good friends wants something and like they're bidding and maybe like, okay. So like, say if Preston and I are bidding on something, okay. Yes. You will, we'll say for this situation, you don't know Preston, but you kind of know me. I'm offering mm-hmm. you $43. Preston's offering you 47.50. All right. We're just kind of making up some okay. numbers. Are you, are you cutting deals for some friends or are you going with the highest? It doesn't matter who you are. You're paying, you know, I want the most money I can make. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like favorite friends. I don't like give them any deals. I just kind of have it as like, it's my business. I want you to support me. So no, I usually don't like favorite anybody. I keep it real. <laughs> I love that. Keep it real. Love yeah, I, mean, I see so many people post how, you know, like, oh, do I get the family discount, whatever. But I would just rather have the support rather than right. they should want to support you and not get all this money off. I don't know. That might be an unpopular opinion, but that's how no. I feel about that. No, I, I totally agree with you on that. Like, Totally. Would rather just the support and see us grow rather than, right. like, you know, want discounts and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then you said with the growing too, I thought was pretty cool about how like you never thought you'd be shipping, you know, stuff, you know, across borders of states, you know, country, the country, all that stuff. That stuff's cool with us too, because we can track, you know, where our listening and, you know, viewership comes from. So it was cool. Actually, the first time that was one of the first things we said, we were, you know, getting views and, you know, Colorado and all these random places. We didn't know how they were finding us. But like right. when those views kind of become consistent, it, it actually gets more fun because it's like, man, I'm kind of reaching like demographics I didn't expect to be, you know, reaching. So that I, I see what you're saying with that. I think it's a very cool feeling. Yes, definitely. I definitely didn't expect it to reach outside of Ohio. So now that it's like I have on my shipping account. So I ship through it's called pirate ship. It kind of like it's cheaper than going to post office or whatever. Yeah. And it keeps track of how many times you've shipped, how much you've spent overall. And there's a map that shows everywhere you've shipped to. So I've like, I think I've almost done every state that I've shipped to. So that's crazy. But that's like, just like keeps the inspiration going, you know, like I just sort of. For sure. Wow. That's crazy. So yeah, I, I kind of have a question. I, I always ask this to people who have kind of big Instagram accounts and it's for selfish reasons. Honestly, <laughs> how do you grow your account? Is it by chance or do you have a method to growing it? Do you mean like, like gaining followers, growing it now? Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, it's gotten kind of harder, especially after hitting, you know, the big milestone of 10 K it, I have noticed it's gotten harder. And for thrift accounts, I think the main way is hosting like a giveaway where one of the rules, like you have to follow us, whatever, and then do that with other accounts and their followers might not follow you. So that's like the main way. And then people do like shout outs for each other and stuff like that. But yeah, it's definitely gotten harder. <laughs> but yeah. I think if you just keep posting consistently, that's a big thing. And just knowing what people want to see. So, yeah. 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 It's tough. <laughs> yeah. Do you see yourself stopping anytime soon? Or is this something that you're going to keep doing even after school? You know, I don't know. That's, that's a tough question. I go back and forth because I love it. It's fun. Like it's a great side hustle. I'm just wondering, you know, time is a big thing with it, you know, like having to take hours out of your day to go thrifting and then take pictures, post, come up with captions, all that stuff. So I would like to. Um, it's just, I guess, the fact of if I'm too busy or not, but I would love to. Yeah. yeah. How, sorry, Jared. How long does it take you to like try on the clothes? We talked about the shopping part, but like, right. I feel like changing in and out of clothes all the time is going to take you a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And finding like the good background to take pictures for. And if it's, you know, not sunny out, it's hard to get good lighting, but it takes like over an hour, I would say, because then if you have just a shirt, you have to find bottoms to wear for the picture and like make things look good so that people want to buy it. So 
taking pictures is definitely a big part of it. I think if you don't try and just take a picture around the hanger, it's, it has way less chances of selling than if you style it and make a good background and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. aesthetics is definitely a big part of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that's cool. And it, and I'm back on uh, your point of, you know, you didn't know if you'd have the time, you know, you're, you want to keep doing it. We this I know it's a little off topic, but we went to the casino and Cameron McClellan made a comment. And I feel like it kind of relates to a lot of things in life where like we were at the casino and we weren't up money, but we were up money. And he was like, you know, as long as they're going to pay me to be here, I'm going to keep staying here. So I feel like it's one of those things where if like you're still making money and, you know, you could put, you know, you know, not I'm not going to say minimal effort, but, you know, you could fit it in your time schedule, you know, maybe even if it's just a little less than what you're already doing. I feel like it's worth con- kind of continuing the route. But, you know, also that's your judgment, right. too, with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be losing money by still doing it. So I guess that's a good point. If I'm if it's helping a little bit, you know, buying like groceries for the week or whatever, it's might as well, you know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What if what if someone approached you and said, Hey, I want to buy your thrifting page. How much would that's, you charge for that? Or do you not that's know? Totally okay if you don't know. Yeah, that's interesting because I just saw an account do that, like posting their story. I'm selling this account, like place your bids here, minimum bid, like $200. And she had like upwards of 11K. She had more than I did. And I saw it ended up selling for like $550. Wow. Wow. So I've never even like contemplated that, but it's kind of crazy. Would you consider would you consider having people work for you? Yeah. Would you so if someone approached you and wanted to go shop for you and find the things? Said, hey, I'll do all the work. You post it it, and then Yeah, it's it's training. They just wanted to work for the page. You know, you're the company name at this point. They want to just jump on and make some commissions. Maybe I would have them do the things like shipping and stuff that's not as like fun is going out and thrifting. I don't think I could have someone go out and shop for me because I'm extremely picky when I go out. Like I'll see people post things and I'm like, okay, I would definitely buy that. Wouldn't buy that. It's just like completely depends on what the item is, the quality, the brand, you know? So as far as that, I would have them do like the not as glamorous work, but yeah, yeah, that would definitely be a help because that part could be a pain for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, (laughs) what advice would you give someone that's starting up a page or like starting to go thrifting and they are considering starting a page. I think the biggest thing is just like sticking to it, even if it's like not growing as fast because it's not going to, it's not going to blow up in like a day, a week, maybe not even like a month. So I would just stick to it. Like keep trying to like make your own brand, do something that's different than what everyone else is doing. You know, everyone has, the same kind of filters like setup and everything so i think just being different makes accounts stand out and if i see an account with like only a few hundred followers whatever but it's like different it's cool they're trying really hard i'll support that you know i just it's nice to see something fresh yeah. compared to what else is being done yeah definitely are you like open to helping people if they reach out to you yeah for sure i've had people ask like how should I start? What are like the main things I should focus on? And I'm glad to help because I had people help me when I started. So yeah. Yeah. Just kind of giving back. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's awesome. Good for you. I mean, I, what, so what's the, uh, what's the Instagram? We'll obviously throw it in the description of the episode as well, but why don't you just say it real fast for anyone listening? Yes. It's at Madison's period closet with two underscores. I had to make it different because the regular Madison's closet was already taken. <laughs> but, yeah. All that. yeah. Like on, I said, we'll make sure follow. that gets thrown in. Yeah. Cool. Go follow this page. Wait. All right, guys, we were recently struck with the question of what does financial independence mean to us? So that led us to question if it meant being able to retire when we are ready. Does it mean not relying on our paychecks or does it simply mean when we go out to dinner, we don't care what it costs. Luckily through this podcast, we found a possible way to achieve our own financial independence. If you want to come up with a plan to create financial independence, retire, send your kids to college, or create generational wealth, you should give Howard Gross at Gross Investments a call today. Gross Investments works with clients to help them create financial independence for themselves no matter what stage of the game they are in. Gross Investments is not your status quo advisory firm, and they do things differently with the strategies that they are able to implement for their clients. They do not push their own philosophies of investing. Rather, they arm you with the knowledge and resources that they need in order 
to make your own decisions to feel confident as it pertains to your own finances. Call an advisor at Gross Investments today at 216-644-6957. Gross Investments. Growing together. Gross Investments is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only. Does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategies discussed here on. Pet performance is not expressive of future performance. So, as our yeah. listeners know, we uh, we kind of play a game every time. So, okay. uh, we're going to play a game called Shop Till We Drop. Ooh, so, okay. basically, we're going to ask you, we're going to give you two stores. You got to pick which one you'd rather shop at and just tell us why. Okay. All right, cool. Jared, you want to give the first one? Yeah, so the first one, this one, I feel like a tough one. Okay. Maybe not. It, it'd be tougher for me, but maybe not for you. We got Target or Walmart? That's Target, 100%. I, I, I could have told you she was going to say Target before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, I don't know what it is about Walmart. It just, like, immediately pisses me off when I come inside. They're kind of dirty. Too much. They are dirty. Yeah, Listen. I just feel like... Oh. They're dirty. I totally agree. But I want to just throw some things out there about Walmart because I think Walmart gets way too much shade. All right. Okay. Number one, Walmart is significantly cheaper than Target. By far. True. So if you're looking to save some money like a thrifter does. Yeah. Looking for the best deals. There's Walmart. We're going Walmart. Second thing about Walmart. There's always characters in Walmart. All right. You're getting you're getting a free show if you go to Walmart. You can people okay? watch all day long. You literally. True. And the third and final thing that I'm gonna throw out there for a Walmart, if you if you walk in hungry, there's always a subway. And it always smells so good too. <laughs> it does. This is true. It's true. Why why are girls so attracted to targets? I feel like Starbucks. every girl I've ever met. Oh. What'd you say? Oh, Starbucks. Starbucks. That's what gets all the girls. I mean, that never hurts. I honestly think, and I just kind of thought of this now, how we're saying Walmart's like dirty. There's interesting sites. I always feel like like a fight's going to break out in Walmart, whereas Target, <laughs> I think, is more like put together. It's clean. It's, yeah. you know, you're not worried when you go inside. <laughs> all right. Let me ask you this. Would you ever buy clothes at Walmart? Yeah. Would you I've ever gotten buy- like simple, like, T-shirts and things that I've flipped and stuff like that. So, yeah. Would you ever shop at Target? Like clothing-wise? Oh, I have for sure. All the time? <laughs> All the time. So if I go there, yep. So, you're going to something. Target before you go to Walmart? Yep. Every time. Got it. Got it. I can respect <laughs> Give me Walmart. That. It's worth it. <laughs> it's a bold take. I think I'm going Target, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, give me Walmart. And there's more at Walmart. I'm going to throw in a fourth. There's, there's always, always more. more. And honestly, I, I mean, I, yeah. At Target, I feel like they're always out of food. But like, mm-hmm. who shops at Target for food? Not I've me. gone the past few times and it's just so much more expensive and yeah. everything's sold out. So it's always just, it's, it's like, how do you not stock this? Like, who's shopping mm-hmm. here for food? I don't. It's not the place for grocery shopping. That's for sure. Definitely. That's, that's a lot of negatives Walmart, about Target. That's yeah. where Walmart I might have just flipped bit. over to the Walmart side. <laughs> it's a side no one wants to be on, but once you're on it, you realize yeah. you're on the right yeah. side. You're just there. You're not going back. No, never. <laughs> All right, Preston, give us number two. All right. Giant Eagle or Meyer? Ooh, see, I have like the ties to Meyer from Mansfield. Right. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> Forever. I will love Meyer because of Mansfield. Yeah, I had no bad experience with Meyer. It's cheap. They have literally everything from like food to like a raft for a pool. Yeah. Like tennis rackets. Literally- yeah. <laughs> yeah, tires, anything. But <laughs> I feel like it's better than Walmart still. <laughs> yeah. Giant I- Eagle's nice, but I think it could be a little overpriced sometimes. Definitely. Definitely. But- I Honestly, so you guys are obviously in Columbus. The Brunswick Meyer is going up quick. It's going up really yeah. quick. You guys are going to come home and it's going to be fucking done. Yep. And honestly, I don't think I'll ever go to Giant Eagle with the Meyer right there. No, and it's so close. Like, yeah. might as well go to Meyer. Right. It's going to be it's huge. a better experience. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Meyer also, I want to add, they're home of one of my favorite ice creams. So they have a brand called Purple Cow. It's like a cheapo, you know, like the cheapest brand you're going to find in the aisle. But purple cow ice cream, there's mint moose tracks. Okay, is the flavor? Ooh. Um, unreal. Mint <laughs> moose tracks. That right there. That. that sounds. Give me Meyer. 
Give me Meyer. That's all I want. Just for the ice cream. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Meyer also. Yeah, I have to. It's, it's too good. All right. all right. So the third and final one, this one's actually going to be a little tricky. Okay. This okay. one, we're going to put you on your heels a little bit. We got TJ Maxx or Marshalls. So the only reason I'm leaning more towards TJ Maxx is because at home, that's like the closest one to us rather than, well, to me at least, rather than Marshall. So I don't really go to Marshall's a lot. I usually go to TJ and like find everything I need plus some, you know, there's always stuff that you don't need that you see and you're like, okay, you're coming home with me. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go on a little rant for a second. TJ Maxx, hate it. I don't know why. Really? Okay, why? The last like six months, I go in there. I can't find a single thing. Like Please. the guys' department depleted. Nothing in there. And okay. they don't have guys' shoes. Okay. That's a major downfall. Marshall's okay. has guys' shoes. Sometimes new balances, you can get a steal in there. So that's why I like Marshall's way better. Okay. Fair. I mean, when I go to TJ Maxx, it's not usually for close. So maybe that's why I feel like I like it better. I usually buy like home decor, like things oh. I need for my apartment or stuff like that. Besides like they have good athletic wear for sure. But other than that, I would say the clothes section kind of sucks at TJ Maxx. Mm, for like casual everyday clothes. I it's see. more so like the decor and stuff like that, that I like get some good deals. Wow. I didn't, I didn't see that coming really. Yeah. TJ, TJ Maxx has good candles too. They get candles. I'm not saying Marshall's don't doesn't, but like I'm used to TJ Maxx being close. They have the best candle section. They have so many and they're so cheap compared to like bath and body. You get one for 25 bucks. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. I got, Mm -mm. Oh, my bad Preston. We got, I got this from Aldi, right? A (laughs) dollar 99 fall flannel shirt, three wick candle. I light it every day and it's still very high. Awesome. Awesome candle. A dollar ninety-nine. You guys are just pulling candles out of your ass. I don't have one here. What the fuck, guys? Bath and body or no. White barn, pumpkin vanilla cream. Sound smells amazing. Twenty-five fifty. I didn't pay that much for it. It was on sale, but still. No, that's a thrifter's not paying full price. Are well, you kidding? Absolutely me? not. This is yours right here, Maddie. You got me into this. The mahogany teak with high intensity right there. <laughs> Mansfield, you you were the one that said you got to get this one. I was like, okay, yeah. let's get it. I mean, it, however many years later. Still All right, <laughs> ready? Picture this. Ten years from now, Maddie transforms from thrifter to extreme couponer and never pays for a single grocery ever again. They pay me for groceries. Yes, yeah, that's that's like the TV show where they're checking out and they're like, how do we owe you two eighty eight here? Yeah. And they're like, they're dramatically stressed out checking out. They're like, I don't know, my calculations are gonna be right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw one where the guy, the guy literally like he had like, I, I want to say he owed 87 cents and he was like, oh, I can't do it. Like, we need to like recount this. Like, he's like, there's no way. And I'm like, dude, just give him like, a buck yeah, and move yeah. on. <laughs> Get For like it. two cartfuls of things. That's just insane. Yeah. Yeah. They're like bringing four carts. Like a, they walked out of a Costco yeah. for four, a family of 50. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. And then just to put it all on shelves. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 The one guy was actually doing it for a good cause. He was giving stuff to like food pantries and stuff, which I thought was actually pretty okay. cool. That's that cool. cool. Yeah. I that like is that. cool. Still, but, uh, he could pay the 87 cents, but yeah, I think he could donate. It's not the breaking dollar, the but... bank. No, no, <laughs> exactly. Definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> All right, cool. So now we're going to roll into over under. All right. Perfect. All right. Uh, you know, we debate over underrated topics that were sent in. Okay. Preston, give us the first one. All right. Shopping, but in the store, not online shopping in the store. Be careful what you say here, because I get you shop in stores, but the, your audience, your target market does not shop. In they, stores, they shop they're shopping for right. you. You know, I kind of now that I do the online thing and I I love shopping online, I kind of feel like in store is overrated a little bit. There's just so many more options online. You don't have to like wait in lines. It's so easy to just like click a button and it's on its way. So, yeah, that's so, how I feel. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Shopping in stores, very overrated. It's too easy yep. to shop online, really. It's kind right. of a bad thing. If you thing know your sometimes. sizes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. 
it's too easy. <laughs> shopping in store, though, I love the atmosphere, like going to Easton or going to Polaris. I think shopping in store does bring an atmosphere, but I'm a cheap ass. I will never buy anything in stores because I know it's going to be on sale with like a promo code or something, you know, later on. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say shopping in stores is way overrated, but I do like the atmosphere of it, the smell of Annie Ann's, all that good stuff. That's so true. Like going on like a Saturday shopping spree, like going in person, there's just something about it. <laughs> yeah, I, w- sure. I would say it's the people you're with who makes the shopping spree fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like for it, sure. You can sure. go shopping, but if you're by yourself, like it's kind of like you're in and out real quick. Like, yep. Yep. That's so true. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Excellent. Number two, we got outlet malls. Once hmm, again, I think it. <laughs> I think yeah. it's the people you're with, and I think they're really underrated. It's always fun going to the outlet malls with your friends, right? That's- they are a ton of fun. Yeah, I think it depends which outlet mall, though, because say for our local people, um, Lodi has kind of like not been so great the past few years. It's kind of like dead. But then you have like I don't know if you consider like Easton. That's a blast, you know. So. Yeah, it's a blast if you like looking at all the expensive things. Fuck, I couldn't afford a single thing at that place. Exactly. Some window shopping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Outlet malls, I will say. I'm going to say way overrated and hear me out here. I, I'm, I love, like I used to love going to the Nike store, finding a pair of sweet sneakers on that back shelf with the ripped up box. You know, we all know what I'm talking about, where you find your size and you're like, oh my God, this is them. Not anymore. Yeah, I go in and I can't find like there's nothing. I don't Never. know if COVID did that or what, but like it's just like so I build up and I get so excited because I'm like, all right, maybe I'm gonna find the steal today. Like I love following accounts on Instagram where they find sneaker deals and all that kind of stuff. And then I go in and I'm just so disappointed every time. So I'm gonna say they're way overrated for that aspect. They get my hopes up and then they bring me down. Yeah, you that's know what fair. I do think has an influence on that. I keep seeing like tiktoks and stuff that people posting like oh this discount nike store whatever and i think people are just like going and like selling it all out because everyone's hearing about it yeah i really think that has to do definitely. with it definitely tiktok's huge for that stuff oh my yeah. god yeah TikTok's we uh great. my yeah tiktok is great but i will <laughs> also say i was at the nike store the outlet this was actually recent so i think this is i kind of might have some recency bias on my answer here mm-hmm. and the nike store i waited in a line i kid you not for an hour to get into this Nike store because of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And I walk in and there's probably 15 people in this whole store. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I think I was rubbed the wrong way. I walked in there. I waited an hour just to not buy anything because it's like the oh. only store I wanted to go into. I think I just have a bad recency bias for my answer. Fair. Fair enough. <laughs> that's that's understandable. Nah. That oh, would well. make me mad. Oh, well. Yeah. All right, should we go on to the next one? Let's do it. Do it. Promo codes. I feel like that has to be underrated. Yeah. Right? If, if it's great. overrated, then right. Why would you ever say that's <laughs> overrated? I can tell because Jared wants to say it's overrated. No, no, no. I'm just saying because we run all, we all, we're all trying to run a business here. Right. So right. I'm sure you love promo codes, but when you're on the other end of a promo code, so you guys are going to say underrated next time Madison's closet or next time there's a kicking it back merch drop. I'm going to be like, since promo codes are underrated, where's my promo code? Fair. Yeah. Very fair. I never thought about there's, that. Way. There's two <laughs> sides of a promo fair. code. I'm saying obviously as the consumer, you love them, but as the seller, I don't know if I love them. Honestly, you might love them as the seller because it brings more people in. You're right. True. Or it gets rid True. of product. There's plus and minuses. Yes, for sure. Uh, I'm going underrated. Both sides. Love promo codes. No yeah. way around it. Everybody gets excited at the promo code. Yeah. 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 They're underrated. I mean, I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I just had to take a side there. Right. I had to play devil's advocate. Right. 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 All right. Jared, what's the next one? The fourth and final one today, Maddie, we have reusable shopping bags. Definitely underrated. For underrated. sure. You can use it for anything. I have totes and you know, like reusable bags from Play-Dohs or whatever that I can use at the grocery store. I could use to carry my packages when I take them to the post office. There's so many use for them. Okay. And I love them. I've used them for school to carry like big things. Yeah. 
Okay, so so time. you're saying you're saying nice reusable bags. You're not talking like all the plastic bags that are reusable. Oh no, not plastic bags. <laughs> okay, all right. Is well, that then, what we were talking about? I don't know. No, I don't know what it's we're whatever talking you make about. it. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to talk about. I don't care. It's a reusable bag. Yeah. Got it. All yeah. right. What's your takes? God, Jared. Give me, give me. Okay, so let me, let me, let me think of how to word this. Reusable bags are great environment you know all the environment stuff sure okay i'm not huge into that stuff but i'm i'm for it i'm not going to be one to stop my issue other issue is though there's kind of a feeling of satisfaction if you walk out of a store okay i just spent 180 dollars on a pair of shoes and i have that brown nike bag or i have that lululemon bag walking out of that but the lululemon's reusable but do you ever walk into Lululemon and buy another pair is something, you know, I don't buy anything most likely from Lululemon. I mean, I'm going to get some pants, but like you, you walking back into Lululemon with your Lululemon, but no, no I, I want another it reusable bag. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I see both sides. I'm going to say, I'll say they're underrated. Uh, I'm sure someone's going to educate me about how environmentally safe they are and all that good, you know, I know I'm in the wrong for it. I will use them, but like, I don't go out of my way. I honestly don't even take bags. If I could carry it with my hands, I don't need a bag. I'm just going to walk in and out. Yeah, you know, yeah. if I go to the grocery store, right. I'll just carry it. But yeah, yeah I'll right. say they're underrated. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree. Underrated. So many uses, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. All right, cool. So our final segment today, we have a hypothetical. Cam always gives us a hypothetical every week. Kind of talk okay. about it a little bit. Go ahead. Okay. Give us your hardest take, whatever you got for us. All right. All right. Ready for it? Yep. Would you rather only drink hot coffee all summer or would you rather drink only iced coffee all winter? You know, my answer is going to be iced coffee. Yeah. Iced coffee. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I just, even through the winter, I will still get iced coffee depending on, you know, if it's, I guess. Okay. In the fall, definitely pumpkin spice hot for sure. But other than that, I just have to go with iced coffee. It's just, it, I don't know, something about it just tastes better to me. I don't know what it is. So all winter, you'll still get iced coffee? Yeah. Wow. Minus like a few maybe here and there. But yeah, wow. I just, I don't wow. know. Are you guys the opposite? Well, I'm not a big coffee drinker, honestly, but I was hoping that okay. you were going to have a hot take. And that was just like, that was no, a, she had a cold take. Yeah, she did have a cold yeah. take. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'd rather... I don't know, drink iced coffee because I don't even like hot coffee. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I feel like a lot of people like ice more now. Yeah. I'm a hot, I'm a hot coffee. I mean, here, I like here, a, here goes Jared. I drink no, hot no, there's nothing. coffee. It's for the health. No, that, no, that I, I literally after the gym the other day. Okay. I'm a, like I said, I'm a caffeine fee. Now I used to be way against caffeine. Now I need it. All right. I'm bad. <laughs> Literally took a pre-workout, went and worked out on my way home. It was like 80 degrees out. It was like, you know, 11 a.m. I'm like, walked by UDF. I'm like, I'm going to go get a black coffee. I got a tall black coffee. I'm drinking this thing on an 85 degree day. It's hot. I liked it. I still enjoyed it. I like the rush so of a gross dude. I just, I like especially just straight I, black coffee. Yeah, that is so <laughs> gross. Hey, listen, I like, I like the hot though. When you swallow, it's like soup. Okay. You know, like good soup tiktok but like when you <laughs> when, when you drink something hot i like feeling it down my chest like it feels like it's clearing me out a little bit like i feel like i'm like you know rejuvenated okay. that's fair but when it's 80 degrees maddie that's not fair as good. maddie that's not fair don't don't tell him that's fair tell him not that's a bad maybe, maybe when it's like <laughs> a crisp like 60 something degrees not when it's 80 degrees listen i i had it walking outside i came into my room where the ac is on and i was doing work and i drank it here but it was in the summer i i drank the hot coffee i enjoyed it i think if you had to pick if i would rather all right so here's a here's i want a good example okay you're at a you're at a, a day baseball game where it's 90 degrees okay would you rather be sipping on a hot coffee or would you rather it be the the freezing cold browns game where it's two degrees out you know those like where you're really cold oh, and you're yeah. drinking a nice coffee what if you had to be forced to do one or the other which one are you pick are you sweating really bad or are you really cold because you have to hold that Ooh. cold coffee too that's right. cold on the hands really really cold with the yeah. iced coffee I, I i think probably too but that's tough that's a lot tougher if you word it like it that. Is. it is it's like the holding it is like ooh, do i want to be holding something cold while i'm also cold See, but like Jared just made that up. You don't have to be holding it the whole time. You're going to put it on the ground under your feet. 
Oh, so you're just, yeah, so you're never going to hold this coffee? Well, you're going to sip it. like. Then you know when your hands are so cold yeah. and you can't even, like, close them fast? Like, everything's oh, in slow motion? You can't even, like, text. You're like, Yeah, yeah. Uh. So, so you finally open up that hand. You get it open. You got to go pick up an iced coffee to take a sip? Come on. If you have gloves, that yeah. would make me more inclined to say cold. <laughs> for I agree. Sure. What, I can't even ask. I was going to say, what's better if you're really cold and you drink a hot coffee or if you're really hot and you drink a cold coffee? But... You guys said you're cold people, so it doesn't matter. I don't know. Sometimes in the winter, a hot coffee is nice. It just, it depends on the mood, I think. I don't know. It depends on the day for sure. But most times I would say iced coffee. That's funny. I don't know. <laughs> I All right. Well, yeah. great coffee talk. That's what we do that here. Was, oh, yeah. That was. That was great. great. Getting deep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, Maddie, it was really cool to hear about your story. Honestly, like yeah. it was really cool to hear all the ins and outs of it. We we love hearing different people's stories and your story of how you actually became an entrepreneur, honestly, by just kind of like not meaning to is really cool. Right. Thank you. Yeah, it was really cool to talk about. It. I've never like had anyone interview me about it. So that was really cool. Yeah, this is a podcast of first. I'll tell you that much for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So everyone go check out Madison's Closet. We'll make sure the uh, Twitter or the Instagram accounts in the description. Maddie, appreciate you kicking it back with us. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, Maddie. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Maddie, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Once again, it was really cool to hear your story. It's actually insane how much I didn't know about your thrifting and how like successful you are at it. That's really admirable. I mean, if you hustle at anything, like we always say, I mean, we said that early on and, you know, this whole show, like just yeah, if you hustle and you, you know, you put your not, I'm not going to say just put your mind, but if you let, you know, actually have a plan and execute, you know, keep going yeah. into the steps to execute that plan, you know, you could be successful doing just about everything. So who would have thought, you know, you could take some clothes that yeah. you're just not interested in anymore. And next thing you know, you're, you got a whole business. Like it's, it's just cool. Yep. Yep. Super cool that she's been like sticking with it too. Like she hasn't gone up on it and she like grinds for sure. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's all hustle. I I mean, nothing but respect. One of my favorite parts, one of my favorite, sorry to cut you off, but one of my favorite parts is when she's like, yeah, the hardest part is like picking if I'm going to sell it or if I'm going to keep it. Like how awesome is that? That her business is like literally to the point where she can keep it and enjoy it. And then she can even sell it after that. For sure. Yeah, that's the, that's what I am so jealous of. The fact that she can like just wear something and then resell it. Like it's just so I, I, I'm so jealous. I wish I could do that with sneakers. I know. I know. It, it's I feel like that's a unique business because like not it many is. things do you get like use out of, you know, mm-hmm. for sure. But like she said, if she's already buying some some new used clothes. It's, you know, it's not like her wearing it another times, but I don't know. It's pretty cool. I enjoy it. Yeah, totally. Or to find me some cool stuff. I know. What the heck? Maybe she should get into some guy stuff. I guess she couldn't model it, but yeah. I mean, that's why we have our stellar looks. Yeah, kicking right. it back hoodies. <laughs> yeah, kicking it back hoodies. Imagine thr- you're thrifting in 20 years and you see one of these on the shelf. <laughs> Come on, dude. That you- no one's getting rid of those. They're keeping them. Yeah, I mean, unless the just the new models come out and they're like, all right, this this one made me happy for a little bit. I'm gonna get my new. My new kicking it back merch. And yeah, we did have some exciting news where we won't spoil too much, but kind of some exciting news. Right. Um, we made a little purchase. Oh, yeah, 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 (laughs) yep, yep, got it, got it. Like I said, I like I said, we won't spoil too much, but, you know, we're uh, what are you talking about? (laughs) No. So much, so much eventful stuff you're into now that, uh, you yeah. didn't know what we, uh, yeah, dude, I got so much <laughs> going on here in Brunswick, Ohio. It all just blurs together. Classic. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'd say that, uh, that was a pretty good episode altogether. For you sure. Know, beginning, I middle, and ending, but I really don't have anything else for this one. Do you? I do. I got a song of the week. Oh, good. Good song. Good song. It's it's an old song. I want to say it's 1989. <laughs> huh. If anyone, right, just chill, just chill. You know the song. Everyone knows the song. We all need just a good smile. This week's song of the week, we got Just a Friend by Bismarcky. It's a good song. You know, you say he's just a... I mean, everyone sings along. You're going to end on a smile this episode. Play it this week. You're going to be happy. Yeah, that that is a good one. 
That's a good it, Come on. I mean, it's like such a united, like, I feel like everyone sings that song. Like, you can play that song in any setting and everyone's all together, smiling, singing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I need to test it. I need to play it at a bar one weekend and see parents weekend. <laughs> yeah. 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 That'd be a good. See, one. You know, and then everyone would love it. Everyone's yeah. going to be all for it. Yeah. That would be a good one. Cool. All right. Now I'm out of stuff to say. Yeah. About done talking <laughs> this week. Hey, you know, that's what next week's for. We're going to do a draft next week. We haven't we haven't figured out who, what, where, when, why, how, all that stuff yet. But, you know, in person, stay probably. tuned for a draft. Yeah, hopefully. We'll yeah. see. We'll see how we're feeling. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Preston, by the way, did you know the character on the Captain Crunch cereal box isn't a captain? He's a commander. P-Dog, take us out. Thanks for kicking it back with Preston and Jarrett. Peace out. Oh,